a chicken had an enormous self-revelation in therapy. The psychiatrist called it a real beak through. Beak? Nah. (laughs) (sighs) So, (laughs) I want to talk about that. (laughs) I really was expecting, you know, this chick was really coming out of her shell. But... (laughs) Beak through? (laughs) Let's talk about that. Attention. Bad jokes, dad jokes... And puns that just don't work? The doctor will see you now. Hey everyone, welcome. I'm Rhett. That's Link. Welcome back to Good Mythical Morning. Just kidding. Gotcha. You remember when Good Mythical Morning was a podcast? No. Oh. But this is Evan DM's Joke Doctor. It was a podcast first. Brought I to listened you- to it in middle school. Those boys are old as fuck. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Brought to you by me, Evan DM, and uh, my co-host, Sarah. Sarah. Well, you've ne- I don't know if you've said your name before. I don't. I just learned it today. Okay, actually. congratulations. Very proud of you. And so on this joke, normally what happens is on that- On this joke? Oh, shit. What did I say? <laughs> you said on this joke. <laughs> I guess this podcast is one. Am I? Am I right, folks? Don't answer that. You can say it out loud, just don't tell me. Um, you can tell me stuff, edjdpodcast at gmail.com. We're going to get to emails in a second. But so on this podcast, most of the time, Sarah finds jokes somewhere online or maybe in a book or something like that, reads me the setups. I try to guess the punchline, and then we talk about how the joke works, what works about it, what doesn't work about it. We try to improve it if possible. And... Uh, just you know, after we just chat and have a good time. So mm-hmm. I don't know if a joke can be you just take one of the letters out. <laughs> so like breakthrough and beak through. Beak through. Is like, it's just hard to describe what it is, mm. you know? Breakthrough and beak through don't rhyme or sound similar. Mm-mm. The only similarity is that they share, like all of the words of beak through are in breakthrough. Mm-hmm. So... It feels more like the kind of thing where you start with one word and you take away a letter and it's another word and you mm-hmm. take away another letter and it's another word mm-hmm. and you take away another letter and you can get all the way down to like one thing, you mm-hmm. know, like princess, you take away the S, it's princes, you take away the S, it's prince, you know, you take away the N, it's price, you take mm-hmm. away the P, it's rice, you take away the R, it's ice, and then you get take away the the C, and it's um, the Latin phrase "ie" mm-hmm. or in explanation. I don't know. And then you take away the e, and it's "i." Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I didn't think I was actually going to be able to do that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, chick coming out of her shell makes sense. That's what I would have expected. So I kind of like that they went in a different direction. Mm-hmm. Like if you're a chick mm-hmm. in an egg mm-hmm. and you come out of your shell, what's the first thing that comes out? The beak. So it's a beak through. Mm-hmm. You know, like this chick made a beak through coming out of its shell. Mm-hmm. The, like you could you could even combine all of those things and you'd be like, beak through doesn't work, but the rest of it does. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> it just reminds me of, uh, uh, as so many things do, a battle rap bar from the rapper Goods. Goods. Who uh, goods to animal, but he just goes by goods. Mm. Ironically, he's not that good. Uh, I he's not super compelling, but he he did say something this year that was like, 
be whipping something eggshell white with your chick in it. It's really funny because it like his whole thing is that he's like he's got a lot of swag. Mm -hmm. One of the things if he goes like after his opponent raps, he just like lists a bunch of non sequiturs and he says, that's just a bunch of things I think about while y'all rap. (laughs) It's like his whole thing is like he's just cool. So he doesn't (laughs) actually say a lot of cool shit. But sir, I'll I'll get back to the podcast, but. It just reminds me he battled a, a rapper named Jeffrey. Mm-hmm. It's just Jeffrey. It's his whole thing. <laughs> Although I think the F's were capitalized. That was his uh, his way of spelling it. And he, Jeffrey says, uh, I always got a couple bands on me like lobster hands. Yeah. Which is <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Oh, man. I can just sort of like, it's weird. They're claws. They're not hands. Yeah, but it worked with the rhyme mm-hmm. scheme. I really feel like I could just go all the way around. I want though that would be an interesting thing to do is start with one line from a battle rapper and see if I can like get back to a different one of their battles by remembering something one of their opponents said. Mm-hmm. Like Mac Myron ba- uh, battled Jeffrey and said, "I hate honkies. I'll Barry White. I'm talking real deep." Cuz Barry White had a deep voice yeah. and Barry oh man, that one is so funny to me. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I don't know if I'll keep any of that. Uh, I talk a lot about battle rap. If you want to talk to me about that, email me edjdpodcast at gmail.com. Tell me your interests and I'll see if I can suggest a a rap battle for you to start with. And uh, if you think you understand what uh, battle rap is, you're probably about a decade behind in reference point. So uh, that's just something to think about. Let's go to emails. I like when you talk about battle rap. It's one of the more compelling ways to interact with wordplay present in the world right now. And most people don't know anything about it. Mm-hmm. So, Emails. This is an email from our friend Jordan Keys. It's oh. Keys on TikTok. Hello, Jordan. Jordan says, hey, Sarah, I wanted to hear this. Are you the sweet potato with the light sensing organ? I am. I am. Yeah. Okay. I am. I am. Yeah. You winked at me. <laughs> Show you my eye. Did it without moving much of your face, which it. Oh, you do with both eyes. Yeah. I feel like I can't wink without like really bringing my cheek up. (laughs) Yeah. Compelling. Um, I am. You know how, uh, you know how Shakespeare would have said that? I am. (laughs) That's one for the smart folks out there, the the well read poetry fans. (laughs) Thanks, Jordan. Jordan shared a joke in my group chat with him and Ryan. Mm-hmm. And what did he say? He just texted from nowhere. From nowhere to nowhere. Why is an epiphany like a fancy fried piece of Wisconsin cheese? Yeah. And I was trying to guess it because obviously I was like, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna ask you. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna see if I can figure it out. And it was this. Yeah, because it just it's just occurred to me. <laughs> But then we were talking about it, and I was like, well, I don't know if fancy works. And he was like, well, if I say it's fancy, then it's just occurred to me. Like, it's not a big deal. It's mm-hmm. just. Yeah. Um, but I think he said fried because I, I think that was his reference point for cheese curds. Because mm. um, they're not normally deep fried. They're normally just. I've never raw. had a, had a cheese curd. Never had poutine? Mm-mm. Mm. Well. Maybe next time you go to Montreal or Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah. Actually, Ontario Orchard. 
had cheese curds. And mm. I got mom some for Christmas last year. Hmm. So. Well, what would I do with just cheese curds? So you can just eat them. It's okay. just a li- it's just a little thing of cheese. Okay. Or what mom likes to do is put them in soup. Mm. And then you just have like a big uh, like chunk of cheese in the soup because it's it's uh, it's dense enough that like if you were to put it in soup that had already mostly cooled down to like edible temperature, mm-hmm. you would have like a kind of soft, big lump of cheese. If you put it in the soup while it's cooking, then you just end up with cheese, but it, it stays a little closer together mm-hmm. uh, than if you like sprinkle cheese, which will distribute throughout the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how mom likes to use it. But also mom's from Wisconsin. So like, yeah. that's you just eat them there. You just eat them raw. That's crazy. Yeah. Not raw because it's pasteurized, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, they squeak. That's the thing about cheese curds is that like they squeak? when you move them, they're ju- there's just like the texture of them is squeaky. That's weird. Yeah. It's really strange. Squeaky cheese. Squeaky cheese. That's weird. Yep. The next email is from Jax. It's a voice message. Oh, I think maybe this is the one that they texted to me. Two penguins joke. Two penguins are kayaking through the desert. One penguin says to the other, where's the paddle? <laughs> the other penguin says, sure does. Yeah. Did you get it? No. So, so this is a... um. I'm going to Google this word just to make sure that I get it right. It's a paraprosdokian, and it's a figure of speech in which the latter part of a sentence, phrase, or larger discourse is surprising or unexpected in a way that causes the reader or listener to reframe or reinterpret the first part. So what you hear is, where's the paddle? Where is the paddle? Mm-hmm. Right? Asking where the paddle is. Now, the answer, yes, it does makes you have to reassess the first sentence so you look for homophones. Oh. And so since they're in the desert, uh-huh. paddling yeah. wears, the wears away the paddle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So okay. apparently it's a joke from camp, Jax, Jax said. Mm. They're, one of their people there said it. I love parapresdokians, and I'm not sure if I'm saying it correctly. There's a lot of really good examples. There's If you go to the, the Wikipedia page, it has a few Homer Simpson has one. If I could just, <clears throat> if I, I can't do his voice. If I could just say a few words, I'd be a better public speaker. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, like when Tim Vine says, if you like me, or maybe you don't. Yes. If yeah. you like me, or maybe you don't. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Rodney Dangerfield has some. I've been watching a lot of his stuff lately. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Uh, my uncle's dying wish was to have me sit on his lap. He was in the electric chair. <laughs> <laughs> Emo Phillips has one here. I like going to the park and watching the children run around because they don't know I'm using blanks. <laughs> <laughs> so good. That's terrible. Mitch Hedberg. I haven't slept for 10 days because that would be too long. <laughs> <laughs> And then Stephen Wright has one here on the Wikipedia page. On the other hand, you have different fingers. <laughs> it just occurred to me that obviously I can do the voices of my favorite yeah. one-liner comedians. It's my favorite. So there's a, have you, we've played a, probably a joke boat, the Jackbox game, where you have to like, it gives you prompts and you have to like fill in a joke and then everyone goes and you have to perform your joke when it comes around and like you're up against another joke. Do you I th- 
think maybe once. Yeah. That's a good one. I like playing that one, but I only ever play it as a comedian character. So mm-hmm. I'll do Mitch Hedberg. Mm-hmm. Then I'm playing a different game where I just have to make something that sounds like Mitch Hedberg mm-hmm. and people like it. Mm-hmm. But also because you're trying to do a specific thing that I'm like pretty all right at, mm-hmm. then it's like I can usually get somewhere. But sometimes I'll do like Eddie Murphy mm-hmm. and then I'm just like, so whatever the joke is, it's about white women <laughs> or black men or the two together. That's where I come in. I come from, I should say. Anyway, uh, let's get into this podcast. What's a pirate's favorite color? Mm, a, uh, bootyl. What? Bootyl. It's like booty, but teal. Let's just think of pirate words. So like R is a pirate word, but I mm. couldn't think of any colors. R, orange. R is correct, really? but it's not in the front. It's in the middle. In the, and it, but it's okay. Yeah, I guess orange is in the okay. Yellow. Nope. Mm-hmm. Purple. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh man. Okay. I don't think you're gonna get it. Is it is it like a, a obscure color? It's not an obscure color, but I think that it is not. It is not in the rainbow. Um, oh. so I don't, I don't think you're going to be able to <laughs> tell me colors that aren't in the rainbow. That's probably true. I may chartreuse. Okay. Is that it? It's not. But that's one of, that would work. That, that yeah. That's, I'm fulfilling all of the things. Do you um, know what color chartreuse is? Yes, but only because Boy Jr. has a song. I always thought it was a red color, but it's like a, a weird green. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I, I, I think I can confuse it with like, Crimson, I think, is what I'm always thinking of when I think of uh, chartreuse. Even then, I think the word chartreuse, and I think like a red, purple, um, varmillion, looking var millions of dollars. <laughs> um, okay, I, is it a color I've heard of? Probably. Okay, but I probably couldn't get there on my own. Yeah. What color is it? Like, describe the kind of color it is. Red. It's a re- oh, no. I don't know. <laughs> Too many. <laughs> Scarlet. Ugh. Chartreuse. Scarlet. Mm. Okay. So here's the thing. The color of blood. Okay. That works. That make I mean, that strengthens it, <laughs> knowing that there's another pirate connection. When it's an open-ended thing like that, and there's a lot of options, and it's just sort of, what's a pirate's favorite thing? And then the thing you've identified applies to a lot of things involved Mm -hmm. then it's that's not very compelling for me um because it's sort of you know when when you like look up like numerology conspiracies and it's like these two things have the same number of letters and it's like if you go looking for things like that you're gonna Mm -hmm. find them yeah like if you give if you have like any profession or occupation or like thing that you can be that has a sound associated with it Mm -hmm. and you said what's that thing's favorite color you're going to find one right and that makes me think that someone has sat down to try and write a joke that applies to this Mm -hmm. that doesn't feel like a super interesting way to get to a joke and uh pirates in our it's like not super compelling Mm -hmm. it's not interesting um because there's like uh how much does it cost a pirate to get piercings, a buccaneer. Yeah. Like there's just stuff where you can really do full stuff. Um, you know, where do you whisper to a pirate in his private ear? Hmm. Yeah. 
Oh, I just came up with that. That actually works really well because you would tell a privateer information and then maybe they would tell it to a pirate. Mm-hmm. But I mean, a privateer and a pirate are kind of on the same level and it's basically which one's more like governmentally legitimate. Um, so not really a ranking thing. So in that way, it doesn't super work. But I guess if you don't know too much about pirate org charts, mm-hmm. then then it works even better. Let's move on. Okay. What do you call a movie about a killer sloth? Three three toes up, six feet down. No. That's what I'd call it. Hanged. No. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to think of shit that sloths do. Um, Leap. Yes. So they have three toes, some of them. They hang. They sleep. Is it a sleep thing? No. It's a slow thing probably, right? It's... Oh. No, so it's not a it's not a toes thing. It's not a, like a slow thing. Sloth is in the punchline. Sloth is in the punchline. Sloth, s- sloth, slother, slother house. Yeah, slother house. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. horror of that is in the mouth. <laughs> slother house. S- in trying to pronounce slother. it, slother house. Slother house. Slother house. Have you gone down to the slaughter house and had any of their delicious three-toed meals? Um, a no, slaughter- but I've seen a lot of guys hanging around sleeping there. Mm, very good, very good. So I think slaughter house as a place that kills sloths <laughs> is much more compelling. Slaughter house five. Slaughter house five <laughs> is definitely something. <laughs> oh, because then you could be hanged for trees, tree hanged for treason Treason. hanged from tree hanged from trees son. hanged from trees son (laughs) (laughs) but then if you all if you would like if you were it was an irish person they could be hanged for treason Mm -hmm. tree sins one of them being sloth yeah you know Mm -hmm. something like that tree sins tree sins (laughs) or just tree sins tree sins hanged for treason like some sort of sin involving a tree tree gluttony I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I feel like we did good work on that one. Mm -hmm. Okay. What does American beer have in common with a hydroponic flower garden? I'm sure that this is the same punchline, but with a slightly different end. And normally this joke is, what does American beer have in common with a couple having sex in a canoe? Mm Mm-hmm. It's fucking close to water. Yeah, it just says they're both pretty close to water. Mm. Mm. Pretty close to water? Yeah. Because gardens are pretty? Is well, that what it's no, saying? Well, no, it's a hydroponic flower garden, so the flower grows in water. Right, but is is it like, are, are they say, is are they using pretty as a double meaning? I as don't like think they are. As like very and then pretty, you know? In the same way that like my joke, I had a friend ask me if the Aurora Borealis was heavy. I said, no, it's pretty light. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty is doing two things there. Mm-hmm. But it feels weird for pretty to be doing. If you walked past a garden, you wouldn't be like, oh, look at all that pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, pretty. Close to water. Might say that. Maybe. I, I was just sort of thinking like you could do like laundry in a river and that's close to water. Mm-hmm. There's something else there. But then pretty still doesn't really work unless you say like laundering gowns in the river. Which at which point you've just like convoluted your punchline to the point of nonsense. Just say the one with the fuck word in it. Yeah. You know? With the fuck word. Yeah. 
that one's most of the time done by someone from with like an Anzac accent. Mm-hmm. So it's like, as a mayor can be like two people having sex in a canoe. It's fucking close to water. <laughs> you know what bothers me about Australian accents and New Zealand accents? First of all, is that most people can't tell the difference. Mm-hmm. That's actually good for me because I can only do one of them. But it really bothers me that people were like, suddenly obsessed with how Australians say Arnar. Arnar. And it's like, sorry, people in 2021, have you never heard an Australian person talk before? It's like, oh, I found that out. Uh, I mean, it would be an American talking. It would be like, I just found out how I'm, how Australians say, oh, no. Arnar. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. <laughs> That's something, I mean, granted, I think I may have talked about this on the podcast before. I just like listened to Australians speak Mm -hmm. because sometimes you do. Yeah. And it sort of feels weird that TikTok would be the first place that you ever hear an Australian unless you just like, it's also your first exposure to media generally. Yeah. So maybe it's not crazy, but like. Yeah. It's It's like Steve Irwin. Yeah, Steve Irwin. I mean, I think the thing is like every couple years- you get maybe every decade or so you get a new thing that Australians say. Mm -hmm. So it was like, I'm already going into it. So like in the Mm nineties, in the two thousands, right. It would have been crikey because like uh, Steve Irwin, but also crocodile Dundee. Yeah. You know, so, so maybe it's like crikey, but also that's not a knife from like the crocodile Dundee movies. Um, Have you seen those? No. Well, that's a quote from them. And then, in like the 2010s, it would have been like put another shrimp on the Barbie because mm-hmm. of like the Outback commercials. Yeah. Commercials. Sorry. I was trying really hard not to go New Zealand there and mm-hmm. it fucked me up really bad. And now it's on our, on our. My one of my soccer coaches growing up was from Australia. Yeah. Yeah. So you'd heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Real world exposure. <sighs> Real world. Yeah. Let's go out back tonight. Okay. Let's. No, not really. Oh, Okay. We could play that one of Montreal song. Let's go out back tonight. Let's life will still be here tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> so fucking stupid. Um, let's. The worst part about that cover is that it's them. Yeah, it's the actual band of Montreal doing that ad. Let's go let's to do comedy reviews. <laughs> Jokes will still be here in a minute. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of how they did it. <laughs> just sort of not really, just a redo. Yeah. Just a full redo. Comedy reviews. Folks, I hope you're excited because our competition is over. Thank you so much, all of you, for participating. Yeah. Even just from the sidelines. It's important to have fans. You want to know something that's real funny? Sure. Um, I hope so. It's really funny with the whole, you know, in th- in theme with us being a joke podcast. I forgot to have our uh, people put their name on their submissions. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you, don't even, you don't even have their emails? Well, I realized after two submissions that uh-huh. I forgot to put the emails. Sure. And so two of them don't have emails, but... I was able to deduce that one of them was Chris Anthem based on an email that they sent. Got it. Uh, so I don't know who the other person is. And then the other two... Don't have a name they have, or email? They have email, but they don't have names. And one of them, I was able to tell who it was based on the email because mm-hmm. the email was the name. But the other one, email's not a name. So... Mm. 
Well, <laughs> the, okay, so here's the thing. That's actually better because now we can just have my blind reaction to these jokes yeah. and I won't know who they're from. So there's no bias. That's true. That's good. So this first uh, round of jokies, we don't know who they're from. Okay. So, um, But also don't tell me who the rest of them are from. Okay. Well, I only know who two of them are from. Yeah, I don't want to know that either. Okay. Okay. Sorry. If you don't remember, this competition is basically who has written the best joke and the winner will be able to pick up a bottle of wine from my house. Yeah. That's it. That's all that's going on here. Mm-hmm. And here's an hey, here's an opportunity for me to praise you. Yeah. And I, I know people, in a, from a comedy point of view, people value that from me. Yeah. So that's um, maybe the re, your real prize. This person also in they they put in three jokes, but the last one is not original. Okay. Okay. So the first joke is a Glaswegian walks into a bakery and asks for a French dessert. The baker asks if they were wanting a macaron. The customer responds with a mm-hmm and takes a long time to answer. Eventually, the exasperated baker says, well, am I right or a meringue? And then this person has included like a little parenthetical that says, you're American, so in a Glasgow dialect, a meringue sounds like, am I wrong? Am I wrong? I, so I thought the joke was going to be something like, like, Macaron, mm-hmm. and that's like Macadon, like Mick Aaron or something. I thought that mm-hmm. was where it was going. Amaraita, amarang. I get. Yeah, I hear it. Sure, mm-hmm. sure, sure, sure. Doesn't feels like that's too much setup for that. Yeah. So we'll we'll talk about that. Let's we'll we'll table some stuff. Things mm-hmm. that I want to go back to. We'll we'll do. Okay. Next joke is it was a slow day selling punch. Is that it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me think about it. <laughs> okay. Do I have to say it in a Scottish accent as well? Mm-hmm. Is a slow day selling punch. Now, my assumption, so the only person who I think this could be is, I, I have a guess for who I think this is. I think this person, I think this is Cal, one of my muchies. Though I know a few Scottish people, so I guess it could be other folks. I, so, is, are we still on the punch one? Yeah. It was a slow day selling punch. Mm-hmm. Now, I feel like this might be one of those like ones where it's like, if you and interpret it as like punching someone there's no explanation right Mm-mm. okay well if my interpretation is that you're trying to sell punching someone then i then i get it that was my immediate thought but i wanted to give it some time to think about the so day selling punch mm. i don't i don't know i don't know yeah i really got nothing um, and then the last joke is the the shit zoo one. Uh, yeah. yes. All right. The next round of jokes. Why did Evan keep getting hand jobs from people taking Latin 101? Seize the day. Squeeze the day. Because they just heard about carpe diem. Now, I didn't get any hand jobs when I was in Latin 1. At least not from anyone in class. I think I was pro- I was I was in a point in my life where I was receiving hand jobs sometimes, <laughs> but <laughs> not related to Latin. Um, so that one is not. It's not like true about my life, which mm-hmm. you know doesn't necessarily matter. But it's a bit. 
This the person has in parentheticals. I want this one workshop because I feel like there is something here. So the difficult thing with it being me mm-hmm. is that sees sees the day and mm-hmm. like carpe diem and me. It's too it's too entrenched, right? Yeah. So you it's 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 kind of like when people say like I'm in your DMs and it's like well yeah but DM comes from my actual full last name which is initialized as D M. Yeah. So I got there first. Yeah. Um and then like seize the day carpe DM. It's kind of like you want to do something more interesting with that, right? Because seize the day and carpe diem, you're you're switching languages halfway through, right? Mm-hmm. So Jordan did this when we battled um and he said you're 3 months late on your carpe diem. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and so that's actually all staying within the same language, mm-hmm. right? Because the C's and the carpe don't actually fully match up mm-hmm. because you wouldn't say, like, if you say carpe diem, you would have to think, oh, seize the Evan DM. Mm-hmm. And the other way it would be seize the day, but day doesn't have any re- reference to me, mm-hmm. right? So I think there are other things to do, right? But like you would have to be breaking down DM and uh carpe and i think that's been done before and mm-hmm. it's kind of it's kind of difficult to do especially because people don't really call me by my last name yeah all right next joke what dog do white christians think is most godlike is it is this holy shih tzu no it's german shepherd oh because uh because a shepherd mm-hmm. right yeah and um, then like white people Aryans. yeah there's uh, some parentheticals here. Okay, I love a parenthetical. It says, Jerry Seinfeld voice. What's the deal with white Jesus? And then another <laughs> one that says, Sarah in the Bible, God slash Jesus is often referred to as a shepherd. Uh, and then another one that says, I'm starting to get a wine headache. <laughs> Maybe you don't need more of this stuff. Okay, interesting. Let's move on from that one. I think we've... we've... Oh, I think that this... Is supposed to say Sarah, comma in the Bible, God slash Jesus yes, they were is often referred to you. as yeah, yeah, shepherd. Yeah. I see. Yeah, I was like Sarah in the Bible, God. One sentence <laughs> <laughs> slash Jesus is often referred to Sarah as Sarah in the Bible, God. Sarah in the Bible, technically, God. yeah, yeah. All right, last joke. Why does everyone want to kiss Evan? Is this another sees the DM? No. Why does everyone want to kiss Evan? Because he's very nice and kissable. <laughs> And then uh, another parenthetical says, this is my anti-joke submission. I love both of y'all. I'm almost through my wine. (laughs) Um, Do you want to guess who that was? That, I don't, like, I feel like Chris would, I don't know if Chris would say nice and kissable. I think Chris would be a lot more explicit about it. But I think it's Chris. It is yeah. Chris. I think Chris was taming themselves down yeah. for this submission. They did send an email. It was a whole month N- ago. Yeah. Uh, okay. Explaining themselves. It says, the subject line is wine. It says, I don't think I'm going to win the contest, but I am going to enter. So I've bought myself some wine and will be drinking it while I brainstorm <laughs> some jokes. That's Plus, sweet. if I win, it'll be a very good excuse to come visit y'all again. Yeah. Much love and sloppy drunk kisses, Chris. Thanks. Thank you so much, Chris Anthemum. Chris Anthemum. All right, next joke. Let's do it. The next submission is just one joke. All right. Why didn't the flightless bird visit the king? Hold on. I don't know. He was castle wary. 
Wow. That wasn't even in my top four flightless birds. <laughs> and I was like, kiwi. John Darneal. Okay. Ostrich, emu. And then you penguin. get penguin. And there's like emperor penguin. So like you could have gone that way. But cassowary. Chicken. Mm. Chickens are not flightless. They can't really fly though. They Okay, but like they the can, other, the they other can, ones they can't can, fly. They can kind of like... They can't really fly. Yeah. They they can get a little they bit can, of air. Right, but they, they... They can... Like a... Yeah, I mean, a penguin can fly if you throw it, you know, <laughs> but a, a chicken can get itself off the ground. Mm-hmm. The other ones can't, I don't think. I... Okay, I like this. First of all, unexpected bird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> second of all, clean wordplay. Mm-hmm. I think it would be interesting to see if there was a way. I think that the the direction in which you can improve this, finding a way for a cassowary without wordplay to not want to go near a king. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. Yeah. It says king, right? Yeah. Other than that, that's quite good. And I like it. It's clean. And um, it's it's, I've seen cassowary many times, and I haven't thought, to make the casa castle. Mm-hmm. So that's good. That's finding a thing that I haven't considered before, and that's I respect that. Nice. All right. Our last round of jokes. All right. What do you call an atom-sized Roman soldier? Atom? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Superman would be Quark Kent or something like that, but I don't know. Particles? Particles. <laughs> Particles. Particles is pretty good. That's fun. <laughs> I take it you didn't get that one until just now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Particles is very fun. Okay. And then why are homeless people always tired? I don't know. They are exhausted. Exhausted. Yeah. I'm so exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> that one's a reach. Yeah. That one's a reach. Yeah. But I like the I like the effort there. <laughs> I think that's really that's really uh, quaint. Like it's it's one of those ones where I can imagine, and I just did it physically here that I can imagine Tim Vine saying, and he does like a little jump up on his toes when he does. Yeah, you know, what, like when he does the Chardonnay, yeah. my neighbor. Um, and then the last one says, "Not a joke, but I can't pick up." the wine if i were to win because i live many hours away but i wanted you to see my jokes boy okay so that's fine because i couldn't tell who this person was based on just their email so what would you say your favorite joke is so i think i think my second favorite is particles Mm -hmm. i think that's just it's fun maybe it was the experience of you saying particles and me saying particles Mm -hmm. was really enjoyable um and so I can imagine that being in like a uh, like inside the body themed movie. Like if you did like a gladiator thing in Osmosis Jones, right? Mm-hmm. And it would be like introducing particles or not not in the body, but I guess it would be like a very like science fiction-y, like l- super small scale thing. Mm-hmm. And you would be like, particles. Sorry? My mistake. Particles. Like you could do that, mm-hmm. right? And I think conveying that there is the difference in pronunciation is is fun and cute. But cassowary. Yeah. From the jump. It's just, it's it's unexpected. So that appeals to me. It's just, it's, you know, referencing a compelling bird, mm-hmm. you know? So it's it's not, 
uh, like so so when you say like dog right in German Shepherd that's very very most of the stuff there has been done before mm-hmm. right you're not going to surprise me with a German Shepherd joke most likely but cassowary very good J- just clean enough wordplay to work mm-hmm. um, so is that our winner that's our winner congratulations to Everett Hall Everett Hall wow congratulations Everett. Now that's actually one where I I think there's a possibility. Well, I mean, you if you drive down to Tennessee, I guess you could. I could ring a. It is so easy for me to stop and see Everett. Yeah, his his house is literally just right, right on off the, way. the exit. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe we'll get Everett that bottle of wine, or he can come up here. You can come hang out with us. Yeah. So that that works. That's actually you can someone... mini golf up here. Wow. Maybe we should do that. Yeah. I feel like Everett would be a good person to do. Uh, the goal of like 72 holes, if that's the number. I mm-hmm. think it is, right? I have I have a dream of playing four rounds of mini golf in one day. Yeah. I've only ever done three. I believe you could do four. I do too. On the same day that you eat 100 Se- shrimp. I was just going to say. You could eat 72 shrimp, shrimp 72 and 72 holes, holes of, mini of mini golf. Yeah. That sounds like a fun thing to that's do a with big Everett. Day. Yeah. All right. Hey, congratulations, Everett. That was very good. And I liked that being blind because I, I wasn't picturing anyone specifically. I was just picturing the joke. And so mm. that really helped me lock in on it. So thank you, everyone, for participating. Uh, even if your jokes didn't win, you played the game. and You put uh, yourself out there. As much as it is important to be an audience member, it's even more important to play the game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A sport can be less interesting without a crowd. Yeah. But a sport don't exist if it's just a crowd. That's true. Then that's just people hanging out. Yep. That's just a fight later. Which can be sports. Which can be sports. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's round this podcast out. With a Ziggy? Or with uh, other yeah, jokes? Yeah, because we're, we're pretty far into it, so. Yeah. Give us some Ziggy! Uh, hi, excuse me. Uh, Ziggy is not called Ziggy anymore. It's actually called Computer, so you have to change the jingle. Sorry. Uh, take care. Oh, okay. Uh, jokes from the computer. Jokes a computer told to me. Computer jokes? What's a dog's favorite snack to eat at the movies? Uh, 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 um, uh, peppermint bark? <laughs> no. <laughs> You eat peppermint bark at the movies? <laughs> the Christmas uh, movie. The classic movie food, peppermint bark. <laughs> Goofy. Um. Mm. Is it is it a woof thing? Nope. Arf bark. Nope. nope. Dog sound. No. Nope. Type of dog. No. Uh, 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 is it a canine thing? No. What else is going on with dogs? Stage of life. Don't know. It's not popcorn. It is popcorn. Uh, popcorn, popcorn, popcorn. You're my popcorn. And baby, you can eat it like a dog. Popcorn. You know what song I'm referencing? Nope. Okay, that's probably fine. Um, as always, thank you for listening. This is the end. And It's the end. Uh, it's the end of the podcast. I know it. Is wow. the end. Um, find me online by Googling Evan DM or searching Evan DM on Spotify. Um, if you're listening to my podcast, why not listen to my freaking music? 
Okay. Yeah. Listen to Evan DM music wherever you listen to music. And maybe where you listen to podcasts too, depending on where you live. I don't know. Yeah. On um, your phone. Unless you listen to music on a CD or a record or a cassette, then you will not be able to listen to Evan's music. Um, L. Unless in 2021 you bought a homemade bootleg Morta Reed CD. Yeah, so that's correct. Chris has that. Or you could just like burn, burn, like download it on Bandcamp and burn it to a CD. Yeah. You can do it. It's not illegal. Yeah, because I mean, you're going to pay but. for it. Yeah, you already, you're going to pay for it in hell because it's illegal. But just kidding. You're not going to pay for it. I don't care. You can burn my music to CDs. Oh, no. Like if somebody gets your music from Bandcamp, they're going to pay for it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I was. Mm-hmm. Buy Evan's music. Buy mm-hmm. Evan's music. Give him money. I'm done. Okay. Uh, find Sarah online. Sarah A-B-T-W. That's mm-hmm. Sarah with an H. And um, commission. You illegally some... download my music. Illegally download your bread. Yeah. From your kitchen. Yeah. Um, Sarah's a very accomplished baker. So maybe maybe we should do some. I don't know about accomplished. You do accomplished bread. I do make bread. And... You're, not a, you're not like decorated. No. Or like awarded or acclaimed mm. maybe acclaimed is better than accomplished maybe because you're because you everyone who eats the bread is like this is good yeah but everyone loves the bread perhaps you have not accomplished a lot of bread yeah. yet who knows i don't know um, i've made like 20 loaves you're, since like september you're due for a, an xbox live achievement at some point <laughs> i'm sure of it <laughs> well, yeah what if you made your 25th loaf and it was just like 100 points <laughs> What? For what? For where? <laughs> where are they? Where are the points? How is this never happened? What happen- are they for? How is this the first thing I've done that's gotten me <laughs> points? I have a master's degree. <laughs> and maybe it's like you defend your thesis and then they give you the points. <laughs> Ugh, what a terrible system. <laughs> um, that's interesting. Let's maybe table that for another episode. Okay. We talk about achievements for real life things. Mm-hmm. Um, although I'm sure college humor did that in a video a decade and a half ago. Maybe. Anyway, um, email us edjdpodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to the Patreon, patreon.com slash joke doctor. Uh, and otherwise, if it ain't joke, don't fix it. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>